1: Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960, WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and on Twitch as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated Insider Mike Singer.
2: And away we go with a brand-new week of Notre Dame football recruiting on Budweiser's Weekday beat from Sports Radio 960 WSBT, our conversation also available on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. Well, Mike, let's get right to it. Official visitors for the Fighting Irish this weekend. Was it a good weekend for Marcus Freeman and his staff?
1: I would say so. Big group on campus, Darren. 13 players in total, nine of whom were already committed Uh, to the Fighting Irish, just kind of briefly go through all of these guys um, who were on campus, um, starting with the, uh, you know, the the five-star, you know, in Elijah rushing. Well, at least looks like his rankings actually changed there. And I think Rivals came out with a a rankings update today. So his on-three industry ranking actually dropped him to a four-star. But still number 30 overall player, number four edge um, in America, certainly in the five-star discussion. Um, but, uh, yeah, on campus over the weekend, the top schools for him look like they're Oregon, Arizona, Notre Dame, and Tennessee. I have him trending towards Oregon at this time. Just coming off of the visit, uh, the, the great Lou Samoji used to say, um, you know, if you're tied with another program coming off of an official visit, then you're probably not going to get them, right? Coming off of an official, you need to be, like, the leader because then he's going to go visit another school and then that school might jump you, right? So I don't even think Notre Dame's in a top spot right now coming off of the official. Um, So I have a hard time seeing Notre Dame landing uh, the 6'6", 225-pounder out of Arizona. Cam Williams, big-time receiver commit for Notre Dame, was on campus out of Chicago. He was uh, also in South Bend the week before. we got to see him at the Irish invasion camp. Um, Solidly committed to the Irish, number 36 overall player in the country, number 10 receiver. Carter Nelson, Ainsworth, Nebraska. Very productive visit for for Notre Dame here. Uh, Sources were really excited about where, um, you know, Notre Dame is following his visit and, you know, got to talk to his dad. And, and, you know, know, in talking to to, to, the father, Jake Nelson, as well as sources, there's just a real strong feeling about how he fits in with the other commits. Um, just was one of the guys so um, that could be a kind of an ace in the hole for Notre Dame there also official visits with uh, I believe it's Penn State and Nebraska coming up so you know, Notre Dame continues to battle there George is another school in the mix so keep an eye on Carter Nelson this is the one uh, Bradley Shaw a linebacker from Hoover Alabama I don't know if you guys remember some uh, some maybe 18 years ago or so um, there was a show on I believe it was MTV about high school football um, like a like a reality series and it was on hoover high school i mean one of the top programs in the southeast um so going into that official visit what i basically wrote was like don't be surprised you know if you start seeing predictions for notre dame to land this young man um and, and you know guys like me to say hey i think notre dame's the leader and well i don't know if there's any predictions out there yet i certainly believe that notre dame is, is the leader for him right now and um You know, wouldn't be surprised again if I I do pick that one. Uh, Notre Dame's looking really good. I think it's a Notre Dame-Auburn battle. Arkansas is also a school to watch. And you can head to BlueAndGold.com for more on Bradley Shaw. A Logan Thomas Viper commit for Notre Dame. He took his official visit. Uh, You had Leonard Moore and Carson Hobbs. A couple of quarterback commitments for the Irish They took their officials, Bodie Cahoon, a linebacker commit out of Virginia, originally from Zinesville, Indiana, Um, also on campus, of course. The last uncommitted guy to talk about, El Campo, Texas safety, Oliver Miles, a three-star player who Notre Dame really loves. Um, Really good visit. Our sources feel like they will probably eventually get him committed, but that battle still goes on. Uh, and then run through the other committed guys who are on campus. Brian Urlacher, son Kennedy Urlacher, a safety out of Chandler, Arizona. Um, a Viper prospect in Cole Mullins, who's committed. Um, Teddy Rizak, a linebacker from Omaha, Nebraska. And then Sean Sevalano interior defensive lineman who goes to school in Clearwater, Florida, um, but is originally from Canada. So that was your 13 official visitors. All in all, look, Darren, as we record this, you know tuesday late afternoon notre dame hasn't had any of those four commitments excuse me those four uncommitted guys pledged to the irish whereas this time last week notre dame already already picked up two official visitor commitments you know from that weekend so maybe not the immediate success that last weekend had i i should say the june 2nd to the fourth weekend had um, but still a, a good weekend for the irish especially if you can get one or two of those top targets committed soon
2: Mike, it seems like in terms of commitments for the 24 class, Notre Dame is near the top of the list in number of commitments at this stage in the cycle. With that being said, even though you can't take your foot off the gas, there's still more to do in making sure these guys stay in the class. Are the Irish able to spend a little more time on the 25 class than normal because they are, dare I say, a bit ahead of the curve for 24? Or is it more, this is the same process and it's going to play out the same way?
1: Yeah, 19 commitments for Notre Dame. That is actually tied okay. um, for the most in the country, along with Georgia, Michigan, and Minnesota. So, yeah, Notre Dame definitely um, racking up the commitments right now. Um, yeah, I, I, they would be doing the same, okay. honestly. I mean, the, I it, yeah, they, they're, they're recruiting the 25 the same. Maybe they would be able to get after the 26s earlier oh, okay. I, I, but no i i don't i don't have much of a reaction that 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 darren I, I think they would be basically in the same spot
2: okay so let's focus on the 24 class then a little bit more who's left on the board at this point for marcus freeman and the fighting irish
1: yeah 19 commits and i don't think there's many more spots to go around so I mean they're they're, they got their quarterback commit look I'm just going to go through off the top of my head right let's just let's just run through each position they got their quarterback locked in they're not taking a second they got their two running backs committed right and he Williams and Kedron Young three receivers is all they wanted they got those guys committed they got a tight end in Jack Larson if Carter Nelson commits there's two if not I think they stand pat with just Larson as, as your tight end in this class they wanted three offensive line commits. They got three. If Gerby Lambert comes in, great. There's four. If not, I think they stick with the three. They wanted four defensive line commits. They got four. If Justin Scott and or Elijah Rushing went in, that could be five or six. But if not, it's four. They wanted three linebackers committed. They have two with Rezak and Cahoon. If Bradley Shaw wants in, <laughs> yeah, obviously, so they're going to take at least one more linebacker. But if Bradley Shaw and Kingston-Villiamu also want to commit, they would take up to four. Uh, in the defensive backfield, three commits, two corners, and uh, safety committed. If Caleb Beasley, the corner from Nashville, wants in, there's your third corner. If not, I think they're good at corner. Safety is the big. I'm writing about safety every day at balloongoal.com because <laughs> you, know, you, you only have one committed. You want two more. Hey, Johnson from Fort Wayne's looking really good for the Irish. He's announcing June 24th. I like Notre Dame to land him. And then you have guys like Oliver Miles who we just talked about. Um, you know, Davis Andrews, safety out of Utah. He, you know, would count if you, you know, if he commits. You would go on the, you know, the com commit list, and you would see him on there. But because he's taking a Mormon mission trip right after high school, he wouldn't actually count towards the scholarship numbers until 2026. So you don't really include him in the safety number. So he's basically a bonus. Um, You know, you have miles. So I I mentioned Malcolm Ziegler is a safety from North Carolina visiting this weekend. Do they go harder after Anthony Robinson, a safety at Louisiana? So um, yeah, again, you definitely are taking one more linebacker and one more safety, but after that, you're kind of just taking those prospects who are too good to pass down and then we'll see from there. But I want to mention, Darren, before sure. we move on, is that that's where things are right now, right? So we're maybe looking at 24 guys in the class, 23, 24, something like that. But based on how fall camp goes, injuries, disgruntled players, whatever it may be, or Notre Dame just continues to evaluate twenty twenty-four guys early in the senior season. film. So they're like, oh, we actually love this receiver we just found. Let's go take him as a fourth. Very, 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 very subject to change. That's just how it is. If I were to sit here and say, this is exactly where things stand on the board for what it'll look like in December, you know, I'd be just doing you guys a disservice. These things are very subject to change, but that, when I just ran through the board there, that's where things stand at least of June 13th.
2: He's Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. I'm Darren Pritchett. Let's go to the quarterback position in the 25 class. As you talked about, C.J. Carr's in the 24 class, so you look ahead to 25. And the Irish have given an offer to Blake Hebert. Give us some details on this quarterback. Yeah, so he was on campus over the weekend,
1: and uh, that's when he picked up his offer um, from Marcus Freeman and that coaching staff, so... Quarterback coach Dino Gadulli went and saw him during the May spring evaluation period, clearly liked what he saw, got Hebert on campus. And then, uh, yeah, here we are talking about him with a scholarship offer. On three ranks, him at the number 65 overall player, number six quarterback um, in the 25 class. And uh, interestingly enough, from the same high school as uh, Notre Dame linebacker commits, or excuse me, Notre Dame linebacker signee Preston Zinter, so Notre Dame even has that little connection there. And Zinter's, of course, been enrolled since January. I'm sure he broke to spend some time with Zinter over the weekend as well. So, you know, as Notre Dame has gone through quarterback recruiting for the 2025 class, they've already offered several guys. Many of them have kind of looked unlikely slash committed to other schools. You know, Cutter Bowley, K.J. Lacey committing to Kentucky and Texas, respectively, and you know, like the McIntyre kid out of Nashville starting to look unlikely for Notre Dame, and even Deuce Knight from the south kind of looking unlikely for Notre Dame, um, although Notre Dame's still in the mix there. So it was smart for Gidouly, um to go ahead and expand the board a little bit, and in in this kid Hebert looks the part. Um, I mean, Central Catholic, there's, there's thousands of Central, maybe not thousands. <laughs> a lot of schools called Central Catholic out there in the country, right? That's usually a good school, no matter what state that Central Catholic in for Notre Dame to recruit. Um, there's just kind of that natural f- progression from a Catholic high school to a school like Notre Dame. Those kids always tell me when – you know, Catholic school kids will always say, it just feels like my high school. They yeah. say it all the time when they go visit Notre Dame. So definitely going to be one to watch out for. You know, talking to Notre Dame sources, they're pretty excited about this young man. But the feeling I'm getting with 2025 quarterback recruiting is – it's gonna take a little bit longer for Notre Dame to get their guy than like last year, right? They got CJ Carr committed already by by this time for the twenty twenty four cycle. Right he committed in June of twenty twenty two and you would like to get your quarterback committed this early for twenty twenty five, but just not gonna happen yet for Notre Dame. But yeah, like they offer of Blake Hebert for folks watching on YouTube, you're watching um, you know, his film Big Dude already, and this is just sophomore film. Um, like the arm strength, the, the the poise, he's wearing number 12. Like, he kind of plays like an Andrew Luck for just a player comparison. Um, that just kind of came to my mind. I I, I really like him, very. I think it would be a good gift for the Irish.
2: Here's what I like, Mike, when I have these conversations with you in regard to the quarterback position in this cycle. I love the fact that Gino Gadulli is throwing out a wider net, and he is going after players that may not have – the Irishmen have a great shot to get them, but Notre Dame is involved in some of these more elite quarterbacks. And I think that's a major positive going forward. You, you just said, Hey, it may take a little while longer in this class. That doesn't mean every year that's going to be the case. So I just love the way Gino is attacking the quarterback position.
1: Yeah. And he's been doing it early, um, sending out a lot of offers early. And whereas I think with Reese, you, you saw Notre Dame offer a player. You're like, why are we just now offering him? Yeah. Um, and, certainly context behind some of those decisions, but sometimes very fair questions. So the work ethic from what you're going to see with Godouli, you know, he's, he's busting his butt on the recruiting channel from everything I've heard about him. He loves recruiting too. A lot of <laughs> love recruiting um, and it's a grind. And even, you know, even more so now nowadays with, with just everything with NIL and, recruiting is just kind of crazy nowadays, but Godouli loves it. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him offer another quarterback or two for 2025 cycle in in the near future. It wouldn't surprise me at all.
2: Let's stick with the quarterback conversation, but move to the 24 commit CJ Carr. He's going to be participating in the elite 11 finals, offer us a preview what this means for Carr and the opportunity for him.
1: Yeah, just kind of cool to mention. You can, you know, find coverage at blueandgold dot com. We personally won't have anyone there. Like myself or Kyle Kelly, won't get to go out to LA for that. But <laughs> um, you know, on three director of scouting and, and, and rankings, um, Charles Power will be there. And uh, you know, and talking to, I wrote an article in talk to Power about what he's looking to see from Carr this week at the Elite Eleven, and um, he he gave a fair point. He's like, look, we've seen Carr at these camps before we know what he's like in those camps for us. The bigger valuation is we want to see what he can do on Friday nights. But I was like, look, you well, still want to see something from him. They said, look, we want to see the arm strength. We want to just like his physical traits and um, you know, the arm strength compared to these other um, elite quarterbacks, how does he look in this setting? And I think they're going to be pretty impressed. Um, but you know, I guess we'll see, but, so we're going to, I'll talk to power after each um, day of the elite 11, it's the 14th through the 16th. Um, So basically what this is, is there's 20 quarterbacks and then the top 11, your elite 11, if you will, you know, that that's who get named to the elite 11 from this finals. And I believe there's different skill position players who are going as well. Um, So there's like a seven on seven portion. So it should be cool. Um, interested to kind of see how Carr does um but you know f- for me i think he's a top 100 player in the country pretty safely i think he should be around the top 50 i like him as one of the top six or seven quarterbacks in the country if on three currently has him at i think 13 12 it, that that I, I don't really get too up in arms about the rankings. i know everyone like loses their mind about rankings but it is what it is i think we all know what Carr is he's a darn good passer someone who sh- could be able to contribute early in his career at Notre Dame. Um, I, you know. And people I talked to on the Irish side of things, they certainly believe that as well. So, impressive player for folks watching on YouTube. These are clips I took at a 7 on 7 uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee. This been in April, and I uh, thought he looked really good there. And around this time, there were kind of concerns about, wow, is, is he fully locked in after Reese left? And what's his relationship like with the new uh, Irish staff on offense? And uh, Ball is certainly um Solidified there, you he, he, uh, know, not wavering really at all. Took he, he visited for the first weekend of June. Was back on campus this past weekend, and then this weekend after being in L.A., he takes his official visit. <laughs> so back to back to back weekends at Notre Dame. So cars fully bought in, um, and again, darn good passer uh, for Notre Dame committed in 2024, um, regardless of what rankings say.
2: I know you've got a story up at blueandgold.com. In regards to talking to C.J. Carr, without giving away a lot of detail, just a, a quick thought on spending a little time with him. It it sounds like he is motivated as ever to bring in as many outstanding players in this class as he can.
1: Yeah, doing a great job. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he, he's – you know, I asked him, like, I, I think when people hear, like, oh, you're, you're going on campus to recruit for Notre Dame, like, people are like, you're – thinking you're sitting down with the players and grilling them. on I'm like, you're really just hanging there to hang out with them, right, to build a relationship. So, like, yeah, that's the coach's job to do all that stuff, man. I just want to, you know, make those kids feel comfortable and, and you know, let them feel at home, and, and that's what Carr does. So, um, one of my ten favorite recruits I've, I've ever covered, CJ Carr, just a really good kid, fantastic family, um, and uh, he's pretty darn good at football, too. So, uh, yeah, a lot of reason to be excited with CJ Carr.
2: A lot of reasons to be a part of the Blue and Gold family, including reading that story in regard to your conversation with CJ Carr. How can fans be a part of the Blue and Gold family right now?
1: We have a deal that ends Tuesday night, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, So basically it is, uh, let me pull it up so I can uh, be sure, $1 for three months. Or half off for a yearly annual subscription, right? So, a buck for three months, or forty nine ninety nine for the year. So, if you've been thinking about signing up for blueandgold.com, dot com, maybe you just want to try it out. Dollar for three months, it's a great deal there. Or if you uh, want to just take the plunge for a year, uh, fifty bucks is. Uh, I mean, you do the math on what that is for a day. Uh, you know, just reading one of those articles from blueandgold.com even like it's it, it's quite the good deal. So please head over to blueandgold.com and check it out.
2: He is Mike Singer, Notre Dame Football Recruiting Insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Always great to visit with you. We'll try it again next week.
1: All right, sounds good. Thank you, Darren.
2: That is Mike Singer. I'm Darren Pritchett. More Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat is coming up next on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT.